Dear Ann Landers, my husband Dear and I Abby, are in shock. I'm extremely upset. My son got married in Dear Ann Landers, I'm very happy to hear that his wife is working out of his senior woman here at She thinks way too much of herself. She had to get married. Dear Pod. But uh, the theme park he performed at was some low-level theme park in, like, the middle of Pennsylvania or something. And he was trying to figure out how to sing through his break because his voice – he was, like, trying to understand how his voice worked. And you know how – you know how when people are working through their break – my mother's favorite joke that I ever do is, like, I'm working on my break. Oh, and you just like skip four notes <laughs> and uh he said he was trying to like navigate his break while he was working at this theme park and he had to come down to the front of the stage and sing proud to be an american but he couldn't reach the note without changing the vowel <laughs> so he would go to the foot of the stage and be like and i'm proud to be an american for at least i know i'm through and I won't forget the man who do who gave his life for me and a palace to loop. I, I fucking do that as a joke to Marcus. Like, if I'm not singing to Jenny, like yeah. I'll just like come in and start singing to my girlfriend, my girl. But then it turns into something really like strange, where Marcus is like, you know, we have neighbors. Because <laughs> they're like, hey. Who's my little girlfriend? I like to fuck. Take her downstairs and take her for a walk. It's just you and me gonna shit on my... Like, and Marcus is like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And and most of it is just trying to get anything like, just to see if Marcus is paying attention, because it'll start off really sweet. Like, who's my sweet little girlfriend? Take him for a walk. She's so cute and funny. Going for a walk. Gonna take her fur off and lay her down. Gonna sodomize her and take her to... T- like, you know, like that kind of... Whoa, just- this took a left turn that I did not see coming. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's like FaceTiming with his family. What is happening? <laughs> All the Mormons just drop to their knees to pray. I don't think anybody saw that happening. Uh, that took a left turn. That was like the end of the Lost series. I'm I'm disappointed, yet I'm surprised. I'm very... I had, was that off the cuff? Did he memorize that? Did, did he write this out ahead of time? Because it sounds like there's chords. You know, it sounds like there's a progression here. It's really just a poem that's spoken. It's spoken word. I sing to the littles all the time. But you don't live in an apartment building, so I run the risk of people hearing me. Yeah, but I live and in I'm the suburbs camera. in a backyard where I'm singing full voice. Oh, and I sing Think of Me from Phantom of the Opera just to get them to howl at me, which I know is probably them being like, please stop, it hurts so much. I know they're probably experiencing pain, but it's very entertaining. Sure, sure. Um, speaking of dogs, before you arrived today, Scotch ate half of a $10 bill. He's as queer as a half $10 bill. And tomorrow, he better shit five of that. You better, or make change. In Sacagaweas. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to hold up his, his tail and go, cha-ching, cha-ching. It's going to be like a slot machine. This is the dirtiest slot machine I've ever seen. And I've been to Atlantic City. This thing smells like ass. Ma'am, that's 250 Well, I'm not taking those coins. <laughs> what? Go 
what do you mean? I go to check out at the bodega and they're like, that'll be three seventy five. Okay, well here's three. One, two, three dollars. Let me get seventy five out of my dog's ass. <laughs> ching, ching, ching. I cannot accept. No. Please, ma'am. Yeah. You have a Russian have bodega woman? I have a Russian bodega. In communist Russia, bodega shops at you. My friend used to live in Queens around the corner from a bodega that knew him very well. And every day he would go in and get a Pepsi and a whatchamacallit. So disgusting. I love that. He's rotten on the inside. And of course he's like 10 pounds. You know, something's wrong with him. But a full sugar. There's everything wrong with him. A full sugar Pepsi and a whatchamacallit, which first of all, did they still make those? They do. And they're usually dusty. And I'm <laughs> when your friend's not buying it, I'm the other person in America that's buying it. No. I love a whatchamacallit. Really? Whatchamacallit. Remember the jingle? But I, no, I don't remember the jingle. Well, that's basically it. That's <laughs> <laughs> Millions of dollars to Madison Avenue. What'd you guys come up with? Whatchamacallit. All right, we'll take it. Do you How have the fuck else? did you get to that? Like, Snickers satisfies you. And then it's like, whatchamacallit. What? Like, That's all. That's like all the, you've got? The boss is like, so what's the name of the new candy bar? Whatchamacallit? Huh? Whatchamacallit? No, really. What's the name? How's it going to fit on the label? Well, we're going to put it in four different colors. Well, we're just going to take the font and we're going to squish it in. Meanwhile, the people at Chunky. <laughs> oh, but the whole, the point of the Russian bodega is oh, that my sorry. friend went in and... And they knew him so well. And he went to go check out one day and just got a Pepsi. And the guy goes, you want which chocolate? <laughs> <laughs> and the mispronunciation <laughs> of whatchamacallit sent me into a fit of laughter that lasted approximately, what, 12 days and nights. Sure. It was like burning oil. Yes. Yeah. So today we have chocolate for you. Oh, God, I wish you did. You've heard about Jerry from Chia, right? Sad. Between Jerry and RBG, this has been a rough news week for us. I frankly think she died after she heard about what Jerry did. I think so, too. She survived longer than she should have for the good of us. I feel mm-hmm. like that was the thing. She was like, I can't die right now. There's too much going on. It is so upsetting that... It's like there's there are it's like I, I as soon as I saw that I wanted to be like whoever woke up this morning and said, "Well, 2020 can't get any worse." That's what happens. It's this is they're responsible for it. They're also responsible for the beginning of this when they said 2020 is going to be my year. Everybody said it, and then all of a sudden there was like murder hornets, coronavirus, that large group of birds falling from the sky, earthquake in New Jersey. Earth. <laughs> UFOs. Do you remember that moment? Yes. Jerry, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and all this, this is, we're, we are hurtling towards November with no end in sight no. of the shitstorm that's swirling around us. And Santana from Glee dying. I mean, it's what? Just, yeah. She oh. drowned. Oh, that's right. I forgot about because that was 20 stories ago. Mm-hmm. Every week, some new fresh hell happens that erases the hell from the week before. Correct. Rest in peace, Jerry's career. <sighs> I wonder if he's going to get all that shit back. Jerry! 
Gabby, do you know anything about Sherry? Listen right now. You go on your Instagram and you erase every single picture that you have with Jerry right now. Because I don't want his disgusting habits bleeding into your Instagram page. He sent your brother his penis. You have responsibility, Shabby! Jesus Christ, try on your bathing suits. And did you see that Monica's on Dancing with the Stars? Who? Monica. Oh, yeah. The, the coach. Cheryl Crow, yeah. Cheryl Crow is on Dancing with the yeah. Stars. She's probably, <laughs> she's probably like, I'm so excited. What's that? Who did? Oh. 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 So how do you continue on, on, on that show? Dancing with the Stars. Dancing with the Stars, knowing that one person uh, that, uh, uh, that you have trained is And highlighted. Yeah. You gave him his everything. And now you have to talk about it. So now your whole thing is going to be... Oh. His storyline. Yeah. And Ellen DeGeneres, remember, was using him for red carpet stuff. So Ellen is having a 2020 that she could not She dig is her also way. like, whoever said 2020 is my year. I swear to God. 2020 can get bent. Um, you know what? Let's let's fire it up, babies. Let's fire it up because we have a lot to talk about. I have to tell you about apple picking. I have to tell Apple you about uh, my addiction to Grey's Anatomy. I've written down all sorts of fun things oh we God, need to discuss. Oh, my God. It's the first time in a long time that I didn't write anything down, although I did look at a house. But that's... Oh! I'm not buying it, but I'm just looking it's at it. It's going to happen. You've already started. It's on a raspberry farm. 2020 is your year. It's not on a raspberry farm. <laughs> it is. 2020 is my year. I, I close on it. It burns down you to the ground. You are not buying a house on a raspberry farm. It's got raspberries and all types of fruits and vegetables in the garden, Gabby. Jesus. You better not be eating raspberries. That is sugar, and it metabolizes in your system, and it goes right to your ass, Gabby. You better not be eating raspberries. Yes. Wow, there's going to be so much for my jewels to sift through. I am giving him the gift of edit. Welcome, welcome, everybody, to Dear Pod, the comedy advice podcast. I am your host, Gabby from Sears Mom, who nobody actually knows her name. And I'm Cloris Leachman. Oh, good. And we're coming to you from the Maha Bar in the beautiful Pineapple Ranch. Can I hear it? Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Did he do what? that on purpose? That why are blew you angry? my ass out. James, that was why are you so angry? So angry all the Jesus time. Jesus Christ, James. Well, Jesus, James. This week, like all weeks, we're bringing you old school advice to new school problems. So please follow us on socials when you're not following my daughter Gabby on Cheer because she has nothing to do with Jerry. Tell them where they can find us. Yes. Oh, Are you still there? Yes, sorry. I was just trying to clean up my braces. Okay. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitcher. Yeah, and the one I always seem to forget. Uh, Google Play. Google Play. God damn it, Shelby. Jesus. Tell them and about your social media. Tell you can them. find us on our Facebook page and on our and our Twitter. and Instagram, Gabby! And Instagram, where we, you can send us questions. If you have a question or a concern about life, love, and relationships, just ask us. At Dear Part Official, don't follow my daughter, Gabby, okay? She had nothing. Let me tell you something. We have nothing to do with Sherry. Sherry, whatever he did, disgusting. Follow us on our website, dearpartofficial.com. 
email us, dearpartificialgmail.com. You can find us all over the place in our Patreon page, patreon.com. You're moving far from Gary's. <laughs> Where am I? Into, we're we're going into Yoda almost. <laughs> <laughs> Follow us, you will. <laughs> Look, I have at least seven voices to pick from, and I'm going to use every last one of them on All this right, podcast Sybil. here today. Oh, Sybil Shepard. <gasps> oh, Hala. So, yes. Kala. Uh, this week, very special. Week. Oh, it really. Very. Such a special theme. Now, I know we've done this theme before and True. very recently, but we're going to take a new tack on it because this week's theme <sighs> Is anniversary. 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 And why we chose this theme this week is because this very day, September 19th, where we are in the Maha'a Lounge currently recording, is my nine-year wedding anniversary, Gabby. So nine years married, how long together? 258. Ah. I'm counting in pandemic years. Oh, I thought you were like Shirley MacLaine. Well, that too, because I've lived, if I've lived former lives, I guarantee you my Jules has been there judging me on every single one of them. Sweet. We were like Cleopatra and that guy who married Cleopatra. (laughs) Who, who are the big loves? Oh, that guy. Not Mark Anthony. Very different. He's very small, Mark Anthony. (laughs) I, I don't know how J-Lo was with him. J-Lo is a tiny gal anyway, but Mark Anthony seems, he's slight, like a little tiny like a leather slight. bag. Oh. He's slight. I feel like she would crush him between her ass cheeks. I want to, I hope the ceiling, I hope that man who died right here in this chair comes <laughs> and takes me away. <laughs> if you didn't listen to last week's episode. I, I strongly suggest you turn this off and go back and listen to it and then come back I and listen to this one. I was so happy to tell you that that's, that's what happened in this room, in the very spot that you're sitting in. It was That's pure comic gold. So stop right now. Go back. Listen to last week's episode. We can wait. We can wait. <coughs> I don't feel well. Of course you don't. You're dying downstairs in the basement. I'll be upstairs with my Hunter Douglas. What's, what's that pipe doing in here? <laughs> Let's just make this faster, okay? I got things I got to do. I got to get a manicure today. You know, can we speed this process up? Anyway. So, that mean, but that's marriage, which brings us to the anniversary theme today. Anniversary. Happy, happy anniversary. Happy that's anniversary, right. you twos. Thank you. Nine years ago, um, we stood in front of family and friends, and uh, we made some vows. We made some promises. And my vows were written approximately a half hour before the event because I like to wait to the last minute to do my work. Sure. And one of the vows was to promise to go apple picking with him, which we did this week at a place called Allsteed Farms, which, oh, get my Yelp fingers ready. Less than one star. It was a weird experience. How so? Uh, You had to prepay to go in to pick apples online. You had to get your tickets online and you show up, and there was a very nervous girl taking care of us. But they give you two bags that are slightly bigger than sandwich bags and say, this is all you're allowed to pick. And you get, oh, the pick of the litter, apples, corn, eggplant, whatever you could, whatever you can fit in this sandwich bag. You mean like the school brown bag? Um, Slightly <laughs> bigger than that, plastic. 
$40. What? $40 for two people, eight apples. Eight so, <laughs> eight, I don't even, I don't even think that makes a pie. I have watched Baby Boom. We need more apples than this, but the best yes, part you was, uh, you know, the only thing that was worth the price of admission was the nervous apple girl who was trying to explain all the, the COVID rules to us. Aren't you outside? or You're is this outside. Like a... This is what one bag looks like. Oh, my God. That looks like someone on Fire Island in a Speedo. <laughs> bursting like right through that. pigs yeah. fighting under a blanket. <laughs> Two bags of those, $40. That is, what, one, two, six? Six apples. I found a way to shove more apples. In a cock sock. Got to a point. I, like, you can pick other things, and I was like, get the eggplant. Get those eggplants. I'm going to see if I can shove an eggplant in here. I bet you can. Happy anniversary. <laughs> Jim, it's I your try- turn. What? Ooh, bend over. We're not coming out of here without three years of corn. I'm going to shake out my dog for some Sacagawea and shake out this eggplant from Jim. <laughs> cha-ching, cha-ching. <laughs> thump, thump, How many dollars for an extra sandwich bag? Cha-ching, cha-ching. <laughs> Saddest little, but the girl who checked us in. So nervous because they had, you know, you enter through one way and you exit through another. And it's a big, wide open farm. So people weren't following the specific exit plan. So she's trying to explain to us what we have to do. Okay, well, here's your two quarter pick bags. Camille Grammer works at the. It basically was, it was a really, really nervous Camille Grammer. And she kept pushing her glasses up to her. Okay. Quarter pack bags, and um, I'm so sorry. Can you excuse me for a minute? Excuse me, excuse me. The exit's behind me. If you don't mind ex- exiting by the exit sign anyway. Like I was saying, here's a map of the farm, and if you want to pick anything, it has to fit in the quarter pack bag. Anything that you get over the quarter pack bag, you're going to have to wait. I'm about to leave this podcast for right separately. now. If you can exit out the bag, jeez, it was getting higher and higher. Think of move, think of God, we stood there for 20 minutes and got the the most not on your voice nervous speech. It was making my sphincter tight, and I was like, "This is the most unenjoyable." Like you couldn't just pick some apples and have a good time. COVID has taken away our ability to be spontaneous sure and relax and have fun That's of correct. all the things it you know it, 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 it we picked eight apples and i was like get the car get it but we did you're not supposed to eat apples in the field because of coronavirus regulations and nobody is around you so i was like the hell with this what what do you mean you're in a giant orchard and you can't eat an apple like what how close is the next person to you about a mile away. This right. place is huge. Right. And I, I, I taste before I buy because I don't know the Fuji from the Gala, from the Macintosh, sure. from the Jonah Mac, you know, these weird Or the Bernie Mac. Or the, I do know the Bernie Mac from the Jonah Mac. Yeah. He's way more tasty. Yeah. Bigger. Way more delicious. Yeah. So, and I hurt my jewels on an anniversary week because so much had been picked over in their limited selection of things that you could that you were allowed to pick because certain things were not ready for picking that he says they're all in the top of the trees he goes get on my shoulders so we formed a mount oh god i That's got sad. on his shoulders and i picked the apples at the top of the tree how dreamy 
how wonderful. This would have been cute if it was when we first started dating. The next day, he yawns, you hear a crack, and his neck went out. God damn it. This is what happens for get older. And <laughs> My like ass broke his neck the week of our anniversary. Let me know fucky sucky time today. <laughs> <clears throat> no, because he had to go to the chiropractor and get cracked. Mm, so bet. he's on heat, ice, Advil, wow. and a steady stream of complaints. Sure, sure, sure. All around my ass. I like that. I always think of when apple picking, I think of um, the Wizard of Oz when, they, when the trees come alive. <laughs> and scream at you. And then they throw apple, and then she throws apples at him. Oh, whenever I think of apple picking, I think of uh, Pete Pete's Dragon, that movie, that animated movie. I don't think I know that. And Pete's Dragon from Disney, and Pete would eat apples, and the way they animated it made it look so good. And as a kid, I was obsessed with it, but every time I would go to eat an apple, it was like a letdown. Yeah. Because it was never it's... as good as the cartoon made it look. Right. What? He toasted it. He Ellie, toasted the Ellie apple. Ellie is the dragon. Oh, that's sweet. That's why you should have a pet dragon. We're going to go get one right after this. <laughs> that's so great. I hope you brought your... Happy anniversary. I hope you brought your waiters. It's going to be a long day. Oh, how about this the other day? <clears throat> so, tales from work without explaining what I do and who I work for. <laughs> so, um, let's just say that there's an employee and she looked at me where... I'm like, you know, I think you can go. I'm, I'm waiting here for, to get something fixed. And she's like, you look like you've gained weight. <gasps> now, for most men, this is fine. For those of us with body dysmorphia, who have five sisters who have been asked every day since they were a toddler, do I look fat? Do I look fat? I now basically have a partial woman brain because of my sisters. Yes. So I looked at her like, what did you just say? Oh my God. And she said, Have you gained weight? <gasps> it took everything in my body not to eviscerate her and separate her skin from bone. In what world? And she's like, No, like right here. And then she slapped her ass. I said, Did you say I have a fat ass? Oh my. And then I immediately went into defensive mode. I'm like, I've been working out every day. Listen, Gabby, I've been working out every day for the past six months in quarantine. Gabby, have you gained weight? Are you eating raspberries? Raspberries and feels Gabby? In what world is that ever a good thing to say to anyone? I think some people, maybe it's some guys that like to be told that they've gained weight. I don't know. If she had said that to me, now see your I know, instinct. I know, I know exactly what will happen to you. It, we, instead it, of celebrating your anniversary, we would be memorializing you at your funeral. One hundred percent. And then in my funeral, I'd be cremated, and I'd ask you if my pile looked thin enough. <laughs> is it, <laughs> Just is my, my pile bigger than Marilyn Monroe's? Do my ashes look thin? Now, if you were, if you put my pile next to Karen Carpenter's. Who's thinner? How much less of a pile is there? Can you actually just put half my pile in? I don't want, is it more, I want it more of like a dime bag pile than more of like a, you know, like a big, like, you know, lunch bag. I want you to scatter my ashes, but I don't want you to tell me over how many acres. I don't want you to weigh my ashes. That's okay. <laughs> don't weigh my ashes 
I, I Can w- you separate the skin from bone? Because I have a feeling the skin is going to be heavier than the bone. Please don't make my ashes into a diamond because if it's over two carats, I will never be able to rest. I heard if you remove all of my teeth, then I'm a good five pounds lighter. So if you could do that, separate that from the other ash. It is time for our topic this week in honor of mine and Jules's 958th wedding anniversary, which is what it feels like in quarantine years. This week's theme, anniversary. Why don't you start us off? Sure. <clears throat> this is from the... What is it from? This is... <laughs> Sorry, I can't read This it. is from the... This is from the... Wait for it. Aniston, Aniston, Jennifer Aniston, Jennifer Aniston star, Aniston, Alabama, March 18th, 2002. A small ring would be nice is the title. Oh, dear Abby, my husband and I will celebrate our 25th wedding anniversary in a few months. When he asks me what I want, how do I, how do I hint to him that I'd like a modest engagement ring without having to come right out with it? I have never had one, and I have never taken off my wedding band during our entire marriage. In fact, I've never worn another ring on my hands out of respect for my wedding band. I would like a small sparkler to go along with it, but I'm I'm embarrassed to tell him. It seems almost greedy. Although we probably should keep all of our savings for retirement, we could be frivolous and spend several hundred dollars without breaking the bank. I put jewelry ads where he can see them, but he doesn't notice them. Signed. Seeking a subtle suggestion in Florida. It's always Florida. It's always shit like this. Oh, God. Dear Seeking, your husband isn't a mind reader, and if you expect him to pick up a hint, you're taking a big gamble. When he asks what you want for your 25th anniversary, tell him the truth. Tell him you would like a tasteful sparkling diamond ring to add to your wedding band to symbolize the jewel of a man you married so many years ago. It's the truth, and I hope it has the desired result. Here's what I have to say about this. Okay. When people get married and they have the band, the, whatever they get married, that is symbolic from where you started. And uh-huh. when people like swap it out and like, now here's like, here's my, here's my new, it's my new wedding. It's my, it's like the size of like, like a basketball. Uh huh. Uh huh. I don't understand that. I don't understand how you trade out. Your your original ring right. for for something that is a bigger materialistic right. item. Correct. Um, <clears throat> do you have I, a wedding band? I do have a wedding band. I have not worn it during this pandemic because we have been indoors with each other, and I have said to him, "You know we're married. I don't need to prove it to you." Oh, a yeah. lot of people say that in like uh, a Scorsese film. Uh, before they get you know axed. But I, I haven't been wearing it also because I was like, I bang up my hands so much and I just wash things so much and I lost a little teeny tiny diamond on the side, which oh. we had to have replaced, which was not I like fun. I like that you're, you I'm know, not that, not that we're into a microphone or anything. Just because he doesn't know that I have it replaced. I have zero does. I'm not a big jewelry person to begin with, so I don't have any desire to swap it out. Also because I'm so attached to what already exists. It's so perfect for me. I wouldn't want to do it. I know so many women who want the bigger thing as they start to go. It's almost like, look, I made it 25 years. Can you get me a bigger diamond? I'm so attached to mine and it's so perfect for me. I Mm -hmm. wouldn't want anything different. 
I just, I really just find it so, um, greedy I, I, almost. Not greedy. It's like tasteless. It's just like greedy. tasteless. It's you know, tacky. Like, yeah. I don't, you don't I mean, need it, do you? I don't, I don't Is know. Is it like proof of survival and you get a little reward for that? I don't know. And frankly, when it comes to husbands getting you specific items with my engagement ring, I walked my jewels up to the case. I grabbed him by the hair. I pushed his face down in the case and I pointed and said, that one. Ask Jared. <laughs> She'll pretty much have to. Every kiss does not begin with K. Who is that bitch? No, we, Who's K? Who is K and why is her jewelry so tacky? Uh, I, I, you know, he knew my style, but when it comes to like an engagement ring, or any sort of ring, I feel like you need to help out your spouse for that. It's, you know, this specific thing. I just find it so interesting, like, especially when you take the subway here in New York and you, you know, look at what people are wearing on the subway. It's like, wow, that is... Choices have been made. I don't know. It just seems like, oh, it's like like a dick competition. It's like... Nude spandex pants? It's like, look at... Yeah. It's like... You know, it's like my husband's got a big dick and I'm wearing it on my finger. What trains are you riding? (laughs) You know, but you know what I mean? It's like the girls just have like this big fucking diamond. It's like a sports car. It's like, oh, he just bought a Lamborghini. Oh, he has a tiny dick. So So it's like the same. It's also you're making yourself a target to get mugged. I I just think like, and why would you want to like for me, like I like things that you like, you don't have to worry about. Like nothing is too precious. Like my house isn't very precious. I'm not that precious based on the push by Sapphire. I'm just, I'm just, you know, so I would have, I can't imagine a woman running, like trying to, like you said, like doing laundry or cleaning stuff and have to worry about this ring. My mom does not take her rings off. Uh Uh-huh. Well, I didn't up until this pandemic because- So you've taken them off. So you're nothing like my mother. I am nothing like her. Nothing. And I love my rings (laughs) dearly and I want to maintain them. Is it a ring pop? Is that why? Well, yes. It's an onion ring. (laughs) I do. <laughs> now kiss me. <laughs> so greasy. I have no desire for a big rock. I'm saying that here on air. However, <laughs> my jewels accidentally got me a big rock because sometimes he enlists the help of friends to buy me gifts. Uh-huh. Every year, of a wedding anniversary has a certain assignment. I feel like we've talked about this before. Correct. So it's like year one, paper, rocks, paper year scissors. two, yeah. yes, rocks, paper, scissors <laughs> to cut <laughs> your wedding, your your marriage license up. And one year, it the theme was silverware. You know how they have like an old school version of what it could yeah. be in a modern, like yeah. nine year is pottery or leather. Two things every woman loves. Mm. Leather. Mm. And pottery. Strap on. Yeah. And we sit in front of each other and we reenact the scene from Ghost. Yeah, sure. Pottery. Done. Done. Got it. So the theme was silverware. So someone brought him to that Chelsea flea where they have, uh, you know, funky jewelry designers, which I usually love because I have very strange taste. Yeah, you like a chunky necklace. I love, uh, no, I will never love a chunky (laughs) necklace. Take that back. That's like the most, that's like the worst thing you could say to me aside from you look like you've gained weight. I am so offended by anybody. You look healthy. (laughs) (laughs) 
when somebody said that to me once and I was like, stop it, stop it, stop it right now. Um, he got a bracelet for me that was a fork that somebody had bent into bracelet shape and then put a rock within the tines of the fork. This what, thing what was kind five. Of it was it was just a smooth rock, just a regular, not a gem. Oh, okay. Not like a diamond or a sapphire, based on the novel, pushed by <laughs> sapphire. Like it was a rock, rock like a rock, like that a pebble you would, from your garden. Yes, but not oh. a pebble, a rock, oh, like a stone, a heavy stone, a mm. very yeah, like you walk on the beach, you picked it up, it was pinkish. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened to this item. <laughs> it has left our, it did not make a move with us oh, okay. from the last place to this place. That's too bad. When you went to go pick this thing up, it was about 25 pounds. Wow. And he was so proud. He was like, well, I brought Tom with me just to make sure that he, because he brings any of my gay friends he'll bring along to get confirmation. He brought the wrong gay friend. Mm. You have to bring Chuck. Chuck is the final word on if this will of work all on things, me. Yes. Always. But he brought the wrong gay. And the gay steered him in the wrong direction. And he got me a fork wrapped a around stone. a, a stone. rock. Yeah. Yeah. What I'm saying is never try. Never try. You know what? Don't use utensils. No. For jewelry. No. No. Like, isn't there like that spoon ring or some yeah, shit? Yeah, that kind of crap. It's very Etsy, quirky. No. Mm -hmm. But I wonder where that bracelet is now. It was we'll so know. heavy. Maybe the family that lives in the other part of the basement knows. I'm sure she's wearing it right now, being like, look what I found, mother. This is heavy. Could you not exit that way? Thank you. All right. I've got an article for you. And I'm telling you this because I'm getting hungry. Oh, okay. All right. This is from the Herald Bulletin Seriously. in Burley, Idaho, July 20th, 1964. Anniversary celebration cease with partner's death. Dear Ann Landers, yesterday my mother, who has been widowed since last March, made me feel like a low-down skunk because I did not send her an anniversary card. I told her I was under the impression that wedding anniversaries are not celebrated after one of the marriage partners passes away. She replied, don't make excuses for your thoughtlessness. You should have sent me a card and left it up to me to celebrate in my own way. If I am wrong, I would like to apologize. My wife tells me I am not wrong and that my mother is mistaken. How about this? Signed, Connecticut Yankee. Of course, Connecticut. Dear Yankee, the anniversary of a marriage terminated by death does not call for a celebration. Your mother was probably feeling particularly blue that day, and it would have been nice if you had taken her out to dinner. But an anniversary card would have made no sense. Anne! That would be weird. Happy anniversary! Happy, happy anniversary! Sorry that your husband's dead! Sorry that he passed away! Wow. But you gotta acknowledge. You, you can, can acknowledge, something. but it's like, like you don't send them a cake. And that's her first anniversary without him. Oh, well, there's you need to acknowledge something. Yes. And then you kind of go from there. You don't send a cake. <laughs> <laughs> I will always Make a wish. A <laughs> oh, sorry. Maybe a HelloFresh box, something I don't know. different. Maybe I don't edible know. Edible arrangement. 
There is no sorry your husband died a year ago edible arrangement, but you never know. There's a card for every occasion. I send you a dead plant. Awkward? I thought it was a theme. Appropriate? Everybody loves a theme. There should be those themes beyond beyond the grave. There should be. Yeah. It's like over the hill. Those, I, oh. I, Although I don't find those funny at all. God, that was such an 80s thing. Those things cropped up around the same time of Where's the Beef? Yeah. I don't find those funny, though. I don't. I mean, I find yeah. Where's the Beef funny. Actually, I don't know. <laughs> You know what? I'm glad we've talked about this. Where's the beef? Was that funny? Madison Avenue. Millions of dollars. Uh, was it funny? Yes, it was. It was Where's memorable. The beef? Yeah. It was an old woman screaming beef. Wow. Oh, give me an article. All right. Give me This is from the this. Advocate Messenger, Danville, Kentucky, August 19th, 1983. Dear Abby, my husband... My husband and I have a 22nd anniversary coming up, and he asked me what I wanted. I asked him how much he planned to spend, and he said, about $500. I told him I couldn't think of anything I wanted, but I owed my bookie about that much, and if he cleaned up my bill, I'd consider it a nice present. He agreed, and that's what he gave me. What? My question, (laughs) what do I tell people who ask me what my husband gave me for my anniversary? Signed, likes the horses. He gave you your legs back. Because Big Gino was going to crack him in half. He pulled you back in from hanging outside that window 35 flights up. My God. Dear likes, tell him he paid off your bookie. They'll never believe it. Oh, she's funny. Oh, that Abby's funny. Oh, like honesty. Honesty being too real. He paid off my my debts. He paid off my gambling debts. That is a thing. Wow. This is, it's from Kentucky. Wow. It is (laughs) Well, you got the horses down there. You got the mint juleps. Bad choices were made. I mean, gambling. That is when you are really married. When your anniversary gifts involve, just just pay this off so that somebody doesn't kill me. Yeah. Wow. Every year I look at my jewels and I say, are we really going to do this about buying each other gifts? We don't really do that. Do you not do anniversary gifts? I mean, not really. Yeah, see, that's that's married. How many years have you been married now? I think it's three. I want to know what that note was about. I just remembered something from work that I have to take care of. No! Whoever Valerie is is a bitch, and she just took half your brain power. You don't do anniversary gifts? Not really. Like, we'll go, we'll just take each other out for dinner and... Yeah, and, and call make, it a day. Make love all night long. Ew! Oh! <laughs> You know what? Take take your take your anniversary gift to us back. I don't want to drink your dirty champagne. How do you know it's dirty? For the listeners who don't know, uh, Patrick gifted me and my jewels with a nice bottle of champagne, which it was between this and a jug of Reuniti. But it was Reuniti Sangria. Oh, that means that they they still you have do, a factory. You do know. I mean, I'm glad I put it back because it was it was a, it was gonna be like obviously it was a joke, but then I was like walking to the front and I you know like I told you before I'm like I can't give them this and then when I put it back I'm like God that's probably a lot of sugar you're just gonna like you know isn't this funny and then you're just gonna hear that foghorn in the distance and then you're just gonna fill up your yoga pants <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna tempt fate like I think I'm just gonna pass gas the next thing you know you've got like the Willy Wonka chocolate fucking fondue font. 
Like I hate you so much for saying that. I hate you so much because do you know I accidentally pooped in my yoga pants <laughs> today? <laughs> I hope you changed them before I got here. I literally was wearing yoga pants, and I went out to breakfast with my jewels and two other friends. Oh no! And where'd you go? I decided to walk it off afterwards. I said, "You know what? They all had to go into the city. I was at it was at a diner." Two miles away from our house, I said, you know oh, what? God. I'm going to get my exercise after this breakfast. I'm going to walk back uphill to the house. Beautiful day out. Wonderful day. Uh-huh. We go to the diner. I'm in my yoga pants. I'm sure. in my workout clothes. Were they white? Uh, blessedly, no, they were black, but they were my favorite pair of pants. Mm-hmm. And um, we had breakfast at the diner. They all went on their merry way, and I started up the hill, the long two-mile walk, about... A quarter mile in, I felt nature calling aggressively. Mm. And the foghorn came in. The ship was coming into the station, but it couldn't come in for another mile and three quarters. So, any chance when you heard it, did you stop walking and you got up straight? I I have never been so bolt upright in my life to the point where, like, the curve came out of my lower back. Yes. You know, I was very well versed in this. It was like I was doing Feldenkrais. Yep. You know, my spine was yeah, a beautiful thread. Yeah. pearl necklace. So <laughs> I started to walk up the hill, and, and I was like, I got this, got this. The conversation you have with yourself when yep. you have to push this off is the most, it's what you should have running in your head all the time to motivate yeah. you to do anything. Yeah. Like if this were my inner voice being like, you've got this, this show is going to be great. Amazing. You're this be podcast great. is going to be fantastic You're gonna today. Make it. You're going to make it. The support I would feel for myself. Mm-hmm. So I'm supporting myself emotionally as I'm walking uphill. So you're like, lying you've to got yourself. this. You're going to make this. This is not a problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so keep that sound going eventually. Okay. Mile in, sweat starts to happen. Mm-hmm. I can feel it now running down my back and I'm like you're fine you're fine so now I'm walking in turnout Mm. (laughs) things are getting tighter and I think you know what what happens if you just run just run a little bit just run a little bit start to run faster Mm. something really starts picking up like the speed you know in the scene in Jurassic Park one Mm -hmm. of the the sequels where that they had like a T-Rex on the ship that had killed everybody, and you mm. see the ship coming into the port, and it's not slowing down. Correct. So this thing is coming into the station. I start to run in turnout. So now I look like Charlie Chaplin. Sure, yeah. Running back home. The running is not helping, so I slow it back down again. And then I start to think to myself, I'll just do it right here. I'll just do it right here on, on mm-hmm. in this suburban neighborhood. Mm. I'm looking around, sweating, looking for a place. Woman rounds the corner with a dog. I'm like, this isn't going to work. Yep. It's not going to work. So now I'm in a blind sprint because now I'm in the last quarter mile. I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to run. I'm going to do it. Turn the corner. There's construction happening in front of another house. And of there's course. a porter potty there. And I was uh. like, I should go in that porter potty. Yep. No, don't be ridiculous. Your house is right there, right around the corner. You can do this. Mm. Here we go. I, I'm almost there. I'm right at my house. I turn the corner. I see my house. And I say, mm. I made it. I made it. That sound sends a signal to my brain. I made it. I'm safe. I'm okay. This is like every horror film. Every horror film. And then the switch went off. 
and my whole body released yeah. in front of my house in my yoga pants. I just shit my pants in front of, in front of that. Do you have to take them off in the shower? I ran this up is, the stairs, ran up the Like, at that point, it's already done. Yeah, it's done. Damage is done. The damage is done to these pants. Mm-hmm. I peeled them off of myself. Where? Um, not in front of the house because I had neighbors. Sure. And yes. because I, I, this was already, you couldn't get any worse. I think... Well, the irony was this house had a mud room. <laughs> so yeah, peed. yeah. If not, it does now. <laughs> it's I peeled off my shit pants in the mud room, and I uh-huh. ran upstairs, shaking, shaking, shivering, horrifying, and um, those pants did not make it up the stairs or back into the house. They stayed in the mud room. Where is this mud room? It belongs to somebody else now. Oh, oh where, I thought it was where here. in location? No, oh, it, it has not house. here. No, it's in a different place. Oh, 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 oh. I oh. left my ghosts behind. I guess. <laughs> Ten other pounds. <laughs> One final boat sound to bring me into the station. Mm, I've been th- like that. You know, that's when you're like, what is it like? Wasn't it uh, like in Scream when Drew Barrymore, like, you think she's going to make it? Oh, yeah. You know, and she's yeah. like, Mom, Dad. And then she gets murdered on her front lawn. Yes. That's what it's like when you can <laughs> see, when you're like, I can make it. I can make it. Oh, God. My stomach just dropped. It's okay. That's my building. I made it to the elevator. And then you're like, Oh, God. It's a mental finish line that you need to place further ahead yeah. than the actual finish you line. You cannot celebrate. It's like one of those. Those videos where someone's like celebrating before they make it to the finish line and then someone come runs right past them and then wins. Exactly. That's exactly. You cannot think of celebrating until you're on the throne. Because Usain Bolt is knocking at your back door. I don't know what that is. He's a runner. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me right now? He's a runner. <coughs> Stupid. Use your brain. <laughs> He's an archer. <laughs> I can't believe- obviously, he's the world's best high ally player. Okay, <laughs> don't we all know that? God, he's the head barber more. at Fantastic Sam's. Jesus Christ! <laughs> fantastic Sam's. <laughs> if you're so fantastic, why are you at Sam's? I don't know. And there's a super cuts up the street that closed, but somebody scratched out the word super, so now it just says cuts. So sad pandemic i still have another article you don't do. i all right let me find where it is before i jump all right gun. okay all right this comes from the news and observer of raleigh north carolina june 3rd 1964 i like the old ones i know i do too the vintage not the 95s our problems became different then <laughs> Uh, they became, I don't know, serious. In the 60s, there were not serious problems, right? Right, right. right. President Kennedy? Right. Dear Ann Landers, my sisters and I plan to give a party in honor of our parents' 35th wedding anniversary. Since my home is the largest, I have offered to have the party here. The trouble is, my folks know everybody in town and the guest list will run to about 300 people. My home can't accommodate that crowd, but I don't see how we can trim the list. My husband suggested we remove all the chairs from the house to discourage people from sitting down. That'll do it. 
We plan to have sandwiches and a sweet table, but folks like to sit when they're having a snack, especially the men. So I vetoed the no chair idea. I know you are not running a social column, but this comes under the heading of a problem. Please suggest something. Signed, Hattie. Dear Hattie, Stagger the guests. <laughs> Invite 50 for 3 p.m., another 50 for 4 p.m., and so on. Of course, some people can be depended on to arrive early. The first, Of course, some people can be depended on to arrive with the first wave and to hang around till the last drop is poured. But nobody has ever figured out what to do about them. So don't try. Ian! To encourage people from not sitting. There's nothing worse than a lack of chairs. It's like pants without pockets. That being said. <laughs> that being said. That being said, at on our wedding day, we wanted quirky pictures to be taken. So we got married in a barn, like you do, in a field. And we had invited 120 guests. But we only provided 100 chairs because we had blankets that we wanted to offer people so that they could spread the blankets and they'd sit on the blankets and we'd get cute pictures of people <laughs> that are being forced to sit on blankets. <laughs> Hindsight being twenty twenty, I probably would not do that now. As somebody who dresses up for weddings and does not want to be forced to sit on grass. True. Always provide enough chairs to give people the option. Well, unless you wanted to play musical chairs. Which can also be a quirky game, wonderful for weddings and anniversaries. If I'm you just don't saying. have a chair, you can't stay for food. Sorry. Mm-hmm. On your way. Can you imagine <laughs> for the gift. having a scrolling, the pressure of having different times, sending out invitations and being like, okay, they're in the three o'clock wave, they're in the four o'clock wave, they're in the five, six, seven. And frankly, if you're having a bar, people are not going to leave by a certain time. No, they forget. 300 people is a lot a for lot an anniversary people. party, right? Yeah, it is. I'm surprised these people are still alive. How many people were at your wedding? 50. Oh, you capped it. Was it tough to keep it at 50? Um, Yes and no. I mean, yeah. We wanted it actually smaller. Oh, that's tough to do. Mm-hmm. Because then don't you... Do you feel the pressure of if you invite this one person... It's it's like plucking hairs. You have to invite a whole bunch of other ones to the party. I think we overthought it. Mm-hmm. Like cuz there are some people that we don't like I think everybody does. You never see people again or you don't hang out with them as much as you used to. Yeah. or whatever. And and but yet somehow you feel like you should have had them there. Mhm. 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 Required. Yeah. When I was looking at the pictures of our wedding today. We go back in time. We always watch our little wedding video. And I thought, oh, my God, half the people at this wedding would probably not be at this wedding right now. Mm-hmm. It would be a different cast of characters nine years later. Mm-hmm. I still love those people, but I, they're not in the primary. They're not in Group A anymore. They'd be in Group B. Yeah. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. Although, And I think I would have, I mean, our brothers and sisters, not everyone was invited. Of wedding. your brothers and sisters. Right, because we didn't we were trying to keep it very small. It was just supposed to be very small. Wow, that is small. That's brutal. You're cutting family out like well, we're gonna then we're gonna have a celebration 
you know, then we had one in Chicago so everyone could be there. Also because we have big families and it's like, we didn't really know if anyone really wanted to come. So it was like, you know, if you want to come, great. But uh-huh, uh-huh. we're just like, we'll just cut it out. And I mean, New York's expensive. No shit. So. That is a pricey place to have a wedding. True. Oh, speaking of people having to pay for weddings. <gasps> Let's call my mother and ask her, how much did this wedding cost anyway? So it's time. It's time for the mock report. Time to call my mother and ask her if she had a good time at our wedding. She sent us a $50 Amazon card today. Oh, that reminds me. I need to read you the card I got from my mother-in-law because she loves to underline random words. We'll put that on our list. For my anniversary, I want the gift of her picking up the phone. Is she fucking kidding she me? She wants nothing to do with us. Hello? <gasps> oh. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. You're coming in loud okay. and clear. I'm going to the porch. Okay. Well, congratulations. Hello. You've made it to the porch. Hello! I made it to the porch. Hello, right. and welcome to and the porch. <laughs> and after this, I'm going to the dump. I'm having a wonderful day. What did you have, mayonnaise? <laughs> <laughs> did you eat at TGI Fridays? <laughs> that is the dump. Did you eat at the same diner that Aaron ate at? <laughs> <laughs> I just told Patty a very important story about me pooping in my yoga pants. Well, there's any number of those stories around. Oh, wow. <laughs> they last forever. <laughs> I know. The gift we... that keeps on giving. <laughs> Literally. Giving and giving. Yeah. The train is coming into the station for me. Um, it's The theme today is anniversary because it's my ninth anniversary. Happy anniversary. Did Nine you know that? years ago. Wow. How many years have you been married? I'm not keeping track. You talking to me? Uh, yes, you. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, and it'll, it'll be 50 in April. <gasps> yeah. wow. You better start saving five, my pennies now. Five zero. How do you want and to I celebrate? I don't want to do anything. <laughs> why why well, is that? Just go down to Jimmy's and have uh, have some fish, and that's good enough for me. Well, congratulations. <laughs> 50 no. years married. 50s. Fish. You don't want to do anything? <laughs> you don't want a party well, to commemorate? No, I really don't, because I don't... I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not out there. You know what I mean? I feel kind of awkward if I'm the center of attention, and I just don't like it. It makes me uncomfortable. So keep that in mind. Uh, You know, maybe I'll take you out to dinner or something. We'll take the family out to dinner. But that's about the extreme for me, and that's all I want, really. You celebrate your um, anniversary by taking us out to dinner. Well, people do that. If I had the money, I'd take you on a cruise. A lot of people take their family's on a cruise, but... Do you hate uh, your daughter? I know. Are you trying to kill the family? <laughs> I don't want to go on a cruise. You're going to go on this cruise because I No, we're going to go see years. Ted Cruz. What? <laughs> this is getting worse. I know, I know. And Tom Cruise, the Scientology. That, that people do that. They, or they take their family on a, a vacation and they pick up the tab for it. You know, they pay... Have you know have all their kids in one place and they? Who the hell's them doing the, that? What what are they made? What? Oh, I've seen I've heard of people doing that. You know, take them all to to Ireland or something. You know. Why are uh, you footing the bill? <laughs> I'm not footing the bull. The bill. I don't have that kind of the money. Bull. So 
<laughs> but I'm we're going to stay at Jimmy's with fish. <laughs> oh, yay. So everybody else gets a cruise, and I'm going to get a crappy fish dinner because you survived 50 years <laughs> married to that guy. Yes, yes. I can't believe it. Every time I ever think of people that have been married 50 years, I think of old people. But, like, I don't feel old. I You're mean, an old people. You know, I think old today is different than it was old uh, than it was maybe 30 years ago. Yeah, thanks people to injectables. People that were my age and married that long are in family photos and they're, you know, ancient looking. I mean, if you look at pictures and photos of people from back in the 20s, nobody was happy. Nobody. It's like everybody's got a everybody's got a, a, a face on. It, it, and now it's totally different. I think I think youth is 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 winning, which is good. I, no, uh, I think I plastic surgery is winning. Yeah, I, I think I think <laughs> yeah, Botox right. is winning. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. So we want to thank you for our Amazon gift card that you sent to us. It was very kind. Well, you're welcome. You're welcome. You can buy yourself a trinket or two. Um, and what are you going to do for your anniversary? You're going out to dinner? Drink and cry like we've done every other day during this pandemic. <laughs> we are going out to dinner. Matter of fact, we are. Excellent. Where are you going? Excellent. Well, here's the thing. We have to go and sit outside, and it's going to be like record lows. Oh, that reminds me. Well, what can we expect of this week's weather, weather girl? Oh, well, up here, it is. A, we need, actually, we need rain. But the sky is blue, and the colors are coming in, and it's starting to get very pretty. It looks like the sky is blue, the water is blue, the trees are still green, but it's gorgeous out here today. <laughs> And it's it's going to warm up to 60. So. I love the idea of a weather report just being colors. Yeah. Man, I, mean, okay. I could do that all in colors. Oh, People okay. like, I think, I think, like, I like primary colors. And I think that shows in my the personality. <laughs> I like, I like red, red, yellow, blue, green, but I don't like pink and mauve and purple. You know, I wonder if that's something to that. Are you there? Yeah, I think, I think we just woke up. Yeah, I'm here. I'm definitely we're here, and uh, we want to. Th- <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh. It's difficult. I can't see what's going on there. That's for the best because we're not yeah, wearing probably. pants. Yeah, yeah. Well, I want to well, thank you. Neither am I. Ew! What Ow, are you wearing? What? Let's change the subject. I'll say. I have a wonderful skirt on. I bought three in different colors from Sears. Uh, I want to thank you for this illuminating moth report, especially your weather report, which just involved talking about the colors of the sky and the things around you. Which yeah. Yes, it's better than gray. You could get that from NBC News. That would be great if she worked, if she was like a meteorologist. She's like, all right, tomorrow's blue. Uh, Saturday is going to be blue. Tuesday is a little bit gray with hints of pink. (laughs) Weather and auras. It's just the same thing when she talks about flavor. She's like, this tastes purple. You know? No, no. Well, I thank you so much. Thank you so much for picking up the phone on the seventh ring. Yes, I'm so proud of it. Hey, listen, it only rang twice here. I think it connects. Before it rings here, I, I whatever I lies you want to tell yourself school. to make you feel better. We're at just night. trying to connect with you. We're just trying to We're connect. Just trying to connect lady. That's all, We're man. That's all. So We're gonna get pants. you a new phone for your fiftieth wedding anniversary next year. And some year. pants, please. Pants, new phone. We're gonna start a, a GoFundMe now in honor of you, ma'am. <laughs> yeah. Instead of your fish dinner. 
You can keep your fish I am dinner. I'm going to get to that. That's on my list of things to do. You've been. This has been day. on her list of things to do to get a new phone for the past six months. You haven't done anything anywhere. You're not doing anything. I know. You're. You know what? Know. This pandemic hasn't even caused a hiccup in your daily life because you're retired. <laughs> and it's just official that I should stay home. So that's good. Which is why you need um, a phone. Yes, true. I will. I will see to it. Okay, okay, good. All right. You All have right. heard it here first, people. I thank you so okay. much. Okay, bye-bye, Aaron and Jim, and happy anniversary to you guys. Thank you. Do you and, want to say bye to and Patty? And take care, Patty. It was good talking to you, too. Always have a, a good, good day. visit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go enjoy Primary Colors with Kathy Bates. <laughs> Off to the dump. Have a good one. Yay! Yay! Gonna take a dump. <laughs> Gonna take a dump. Uh, last, she she listens to the podcast every week, and, and a couple days ago, she goes, "I hate the sound of my voice. I I cannot listen to the sound of my voice." So I feel like this moth report. Am I wrong? Did she sound ratcheted up like a couple notes? She I was giving. You're speaking here. I need you here. Like she's she speaking does. in an A. And that's maybe why she went into colors. Ah, uh, there's a green and the red and the, the ankle bones wanna, connected to and the... She didn't want to be like bogged down with technicalities. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, let's keep it simple. We've got, we've covered so much ground this week. It's time to put Jerry behind us. It's time to... I put... don't think you should. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's time to keep Jerry at a safe distance, far, far away, but definitely in front of us and not near your 14-year-old twins. <laughs> Instead, <laughs> in honor of what's gone on this week, it's time for Instagram mail. Don't call Jerry to your house for Instagram mail. Please, don't come over to Jerry's house, even if he shows you his penis. Even if it's Jerry Lewis. I don't care what kind of Jerry. <laughs> or Jerry Lewis. I have yet to meet a Jerry that I can trust. Seinfeld, Lewis, Jerry from Cheer. Nobody actually knows Jerry's last name from Cheer. It's Jerry from Cheer. Jerry from Cheer. That's all you need to know. Well, this week, like all weeks, we are taking your questions, your listener questions. If you have any advice questions, send them to us, dearpodofficial at gmail.com or our social media at dearpodofficial on Instagram, where you can get in touch with us and uh, ask us if you've got something that you're concerned about <laughs> this week. Camille Grammer. Camille Grammer Instagram has questions mail. about anniversaries. So we have one question to answer, not the Jesus one. No. I, you, did, you know what? I rejected the Jesus question. Right. I did too. <laughs> I rejected Jesus. Let me just side note before we jump in. For some reason, going back to the real from the previous episode, The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, oh, yes. I have Lisa Renna's rendition of her saying gaslighting when she turns gaslighting into a song. It's been in my head since I saw it. How come nobody has remixed it Gaslighting? I don't understand. It feels like, you know, when someone like... Like there's like the word that they found on the news. Yep, yep. And, and it just sudden, keeps people are like you're just gaslighting me. And they've never said it before in their life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And now she's turned into a, like a weird jingle. Yeah, and now it's everybody is gaslighting everybody. Right. But she's turned it into a song. But where are those guys who turned that song? That guys remember the hide your kids, hide your wife guy. Oh. They. 
There is a, a group on the internet that took that and turned it into like a fabulous remix. And I honest to God used to work out to it. It was so well done. And it was just that guy going, hide your kids, hide your wife. Did they also do the one kids. like, Lord Jesus, there's a fire. Yes. Same ones. They, I call out to whoever they are, I forget what group it is, to remix Lisa Rinna going, gaslighting, gaslighting. And then and you can like, play it in the game. Here's gay some gas and I'm lighting. You're like, what? Weird. What? You're like a 60-year-old woman. It like, got to a point where everybody else on the Zoom who was fighting with each other stopped talking. Yeah. And was like, this is... I'm hypnotized by this song. Yeah. Gaslighting. Gaslighting. Mm. I'd like to <laughs> gaslight you. <laughs> gaslight you right into Instagram mail. Mm. 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 Well, let me read the, mm. the question. Delicious. If I can... Yeah. If I can if I can fucking find it. it. It's so small. You shit. Jerry. Okay, here's our one and only question for Dear Pod. Un questione. Dear Pod, my wife and I are celebrating a milestone anniversary, 25 years. In the middle of this pandemic, any suggestions on how or where to celebrate while the world around us crumbles? Mm-hmm. Signed, Pandemiversary. Nice. Took a second. Pandemiversary. Pandemiversary. Shall I or shall you? Uh, you shall. I'll I'll right. finish us off. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I'll get a towel. Oh, <laughs> if I had a nickel. Oh. Dear Pandemiversary, Happy Anniversary. It is no small feat reaching the 25-year mark. It's like Everest. Many have tried and few have succeeded. Mm. Just a landscape riddled with uncouplings. Jen and Brad, Liza and David, Donald and Ivanka, Donald and Marla. Donald in human decency. <laughs> Gwyneth and what's his name with the bad teeth? We are indeed in some strange times. Celebrating this milestone makes me think back to my first year of marriage. Simpler times with a sh- with a, on a shoestring budget. When, it, when, things, when it was cute to get a Jane Seymour necklace and pretend that you're crying because you're happy. Not because you have this hideous piece of cubic zirconia molded into a broken swan around your neck. Then catching a drive and flick and having that and having hot dogs for dinner. To this day, I can't get rid of the memory of burped up hot dogs while watching Psycho. I guess you have some choices. You can go to a socially distant but emotionally available bed and breakfast and hope no one is in the room next to you. You can have a staycation and try to ignore everyone with masks parading around like the cast of The Evil Dead while enjoying a nice wind-filled dinner on the city streets of Manhattan and hoping against all hopes that a car doesn't careen into you and lose control and bust through that tiki torch-laden disaster they call a restaurant and enjoy your meat on a stick and next to a plexiglass wall. Next to a waiter wrapped in plastic and a champagne served in a plastic cup. Whatever you decide, I'm sure you'll never forget it. Cheers. The restaurants in the middle of Ninth Avenue give me crazy anxiety. And now that it's windy. <laughs> oh, forget it. It's really enjoyable, right? Ugh. I have gravel in my eye. It hurts. Really You're basically like, you're like, hold on tight. You're gonna. It's like a kite. It's just ready to take flight. Yeah, now. hold on to that that one sad umbrella in the middle of Ninth <laughs> Avenue. Oh! Oh, oh, is that Mary Poppins? It's like all the nannies in Mary Poppins, <laughs> and they're all blown away. <laughs> oh God, it's so sad. So, any suggestions on how slash where to celebrate while the world around us crumbles from pandemiversary? Dear pandem, have you thought about District Thirteen? I hear the bunkers have their best canned goods. Maybe Fury Road, just beyond Thunderdome. 
or just run around the empty streets of New York yelling, anybody? Is anybody here? (laughs) There's nothing quite like marking the happy occasion in our brave new world by hiking to the top of a mountain and screaming into the void. If none of these appeal to you, you're in luck. The world is starting to slowly come back online at 25% capacity. You can put on your hazmat suit and sit behind plexiglass at your favorite restaurant or your fifth favorite restaurant. If the threat of indoor dining doesn't tweak your melons, check out cinemadrivings.com. That's right. You and your lover can park in your car in an abandoned Sears parking lot and watch a movie or a live show from the comfort of your Camry. If you're feeling extra sexy, maybe you can reenact that classic scene of Danny forcing himself on Sandy in Greece. When you're done, swing curbside at Chili's where they are offering margaritas to go because nothing says public health and safety like tequila in a foam cup behind the wheel of your car. My point is you have more options than you think. Or you can choose not to mock the occasion at all as this year seems to be a wash. Celebrate 25 years next year and buy yourself some time to think of the perfect gift that will disappoint your wife. I think by this time next year, you'll be able to celebrate indoors without masks and shields and gloves and breastplates and chainmail and those six hats that make things seem lighter when you take them. I don't know. Unless that's your thing. In which case, happy 25 years indeed. Aeon! Seems like they're like 25 years is like a thing. What you mean? Well, I mean, a lot of them, a lot of the questions that I was. Everything seems to be revolving around 25. 25. Well, it's a big landmark year to acknowledge. We're hitting a landmark year next year, 10. Yeah. And I feel like we need to mark the occasion on this one. This one, I mean, I gave my. So you're going to let him in. Um, That's what you're going to say. He's knocking on the back door. Oh, God. Should I let him in? (laughs) Should I? I don't know. You're going to have to change your pants after oh, that one. It's going to be, I, apparently, according to my mother, at a certain point, you just stop wearing them entirely. 50 years. Maybe Tenure. she was having sex. Ew. Uh, stop it, Patrick. <laughs> you disgusting I mean, parents. To, uh, don't. don't. Ooh, quit it. Oh, before I go any further, Gas I have to read you lighting. this. Gas lighting. <laughs> so my mother-in-law sent us an anniversary card. But she likes to underline words oh, I like within that. the card. Oh. But she underlines the words that don't have any meaning behind them. It would be one thing if she underlined happy. Love. Anniversary. Something big. Balls. Instead, I would like to read this card to you, only emphasizing the words that she underlined. Okay. So it's as she intends for it to be read. I'm ready. Dear Reverend and Jim, may you enjoy sharing <laughs> Many happy memories today, and may your future hold even more happy times to come. That's what's emphasized on may my mother. See this card. card. Not joking. Yeah. Today is your day to celebrate is it? you and the love that you share. May oh, your dreams sweet. come. I like that you're. That your mom does that. My mom does this too. What did she sign it? Oh, my love, mom. Those space, words. Space, space. Dad too. My mom does that too. Wait, I didn't see. I didn't even look at that part. Oh my. You... Oh, I didn't even see that. I was so involved in the underlining. Oh, very sweet. Oh, mare. Yes, cards. 
things happening. Super sweet. Uh, I'm very excited about this, so I think we need to launch ourselves in, Gabby. Strap in, strap on, Jerry. And it's time for a... Oh, shit. Oh, get ready. See, this is oh, what I'm, I'm saying. Oh, I'm ready to fuck. Oh, I'm not, because I've been married 5,000 years. I'm not. I'm never again. But it's time for a specialty cocktail, specialty drink. I don't it's know your what anniversary. Stick it in your anniversary. This drink and shove it down your throat. Because we're married too long. In we're the nude. Married. Gaslighting. <laughs> Gaslighting. <laughs> Remix. Go, go, go. Gas, gas, gas. Gaslighting. Gas, gas, gas. Gaslighting. Boots, gas, gas. Boots, cats. Boots, cats. Boots, cats. Leather boots, cats. All right. So this week's specialty cocktail is from our actual wedding. It is called the Erin and Jim Twist, presented to the bride, groom, and guests on September 19th, 2011 at the Bonds at Wesleyan Hills in Middletown, Connecticut. (laughs) Just to give you an idea of how far gone my poor Jules is today, he wrote, given to our guests on September 19, 2020. So apparently we got married today. Oh, that's cool. All right. Here are the ingredients. Uh, Two ounces of apple cider, two ounces vodka, and three quarters of an ounce of amaretto. Add all ingredients in a shaker with ice, serve in a coupe glass, garnish with an apple and a dash of cinnamon. Ooh, it's so folly. Ooh, here's the tasting notes. Do you know what I had to do to get this recipe? I somehow remembered that there was a picture of it displayed on the bar at the venue where we had the reception. And then I remembered that picture was on the DVD of our wedding day. But where the hell is the DVD? Jesus, we have a lot of shit in our basement, aside from the other people. And why do we have DVDs of other people's weddings down there? Anyway, this was served as a signature cocktail at Erin and Jules' wedding nine years ago. I have no recollection ever drinking this. All I remember was saying, I do, and then someone put a bourbon in my hand, and it's been bliss ever since. I like the falliness of this drink. Some might find the amaretto a bit sweet with a hint of cinnamon. I think this cozies up to the beginning of fall and says to your life partner, yeah, sure, I'll stick with this for another year. What else am I doing? That is the Aaron and Jim twist. Smells delicious. Doesn't it? It smells like an apple pie in a glass. I mean, one of my nostrils is clogged, but the other one is oh, It just it. rips right through it, doesn't it? Cheers to you. Cheers to cheers, me. Cheers, cheers to, to my jewels. Cheers to the two youths. Oh. The two youths. Nine years married. Let's see if it tastes as delicious on the day. Hmm. Nicely blended. Yeah. Well done. There's no. I was like waiting for like a punch in the dick. No, no, that comes at ten years. Oh. Mm. It's nice. It's very smooth, like Santana. Just for the record, this served on our wedding day. My uncles drank about three or four of them each, and got so hammered. <laughs> My <laughs> wedding. That there's video of them being drunk, and it just says the drunkles. We call them the drunkles from from that day on. People got people got blitzed at our wedding, and if I would like to say, this, yeah. thanks to the Aaron and Jim twist, that definitely played a part in everything. But they got uh, Richie Klein was at our wedding, 
Richie Klein from Three's Company. If you haven't, go back and listen to the episodes with Richie Klein. Please do. He played Larry in Three's Company. He was at our wedding. And uh, my uncle... Did he come as Larry or did he come as Richie? He came as himself. Because we said, you know what? Leave the chest hair and the jewelry at home. And the dick Just be you. Just be you. Leave. Please wear a pant that gives a little bit of something to the imagination. And my uncles got drunk and then spent the rest of our wedding trying to figure out how to talk to Richie Klein. Oh, neat. Yeah. But people, did you, the thing about drinking at weddings, if you are a bride or a groom, I never, you don't get drunk at your own wedding because you don't have time. You pick up a drink, you have two sips of it, you set it down, and it's gone. Then Mm. you get another drink. You take a sip of that, you set it down, it's gone. You're in motion too much to ever get hammered. Yeah. Which is, I'm always baffled by people who said they get drunk at their weddings. Anytime you watch one of those shitty reality shows and the bride's like, yeah, fucking out. And she's like, vomit down like the front of her like $40,000 dress. Uh, and you're like, why did it get to this point? Uh-uh. We make your dreams come true. At Kleinfeld Bridal. I watch Say Yes to the Dress all the time. I can't watch that. Oh, I love it. I like when they... They roll them out and then they turn around. She's got fifteen different clamps in the back. <laughs> they've just sh- they've just shoved her in like a sausage. Make it work. Just strap it to her bra. She looks great. Like everything's just overflowing in the top. Hanging. <laughs> Gilly got her bridal gown at Kleinfeld. She said yes to the dress, and I was there. She did at Kleinfeld. Mm-hmm. I did not. Did I know that? She I didn't say yes that. the day that we were all there. She tried on a handful of different dresses. She looked amazing. Oh, yes. It was, I think, her first or second gown that she she only tried on, like three or four. And she looked awesome in all of them. There was I can imagine. That was the one that you were like, absolutely. You really do have that moment when you're trying on a gown that you're like, but I'm such a non-girly girl with this stuff that I was like, ah, whatever, we'll see what happens when I go put a dress on. Yeah, like suddenly I'm anybody's from West Side Story. I'm like, "Ah, I'm not attached to a dress. (laughs) Go with my mother. We we have, you know, four different appointments booked for one day. And uh, she came into town. First place we go to, third dress. Oh, I wish David's, I would totally go to David's bridal. There's some good shit there for 99 bucks. Third dress I try on was the dress. And it looked like nothing on the hanger. And then they put it on. And I was like, I don't feel anything. Whatever. They bring me out to the front room. And it was like, say yes to the dress, where you stand up on a pedestal and then you look at yourself at the lighting and the mirror. And I was, I literally went from like, hey, it didn't look like anything on the hanger. We'll see if, oh my God, I do. I do. Oh, I love, love. Did someone, did someone from the back come and say, she doesn't look healthy. Oh my God, that's amazing. <laughs> that is the best compliment. Are I you can, sick? I really can see her spine in that. I'll take three. I'll take three of this dress. You look are- terrible. Thank you. Her rib cage. You can see your rib cage from space. Oh my God. Do you also have this in black, red, green, gold? <laughs> Wrap it up. I'll take this gown. <laughs> Loved it. Loved it. <laughs>